0: Why don't we do that real quick, though? Let's lift our hands. Let's reach out to God. Jesus, we love you, Lord. We need you, God, as you come. Hallelujah, Lord. Brother Cox, come and preach. Come on, we can do better than that. We ought to lift our voice like we're glad to be in the church and worship the king right now. Worship that great name we just sang about. Hallelujah, God, we magnify you. God, we praise you. We glorify you. There's no God like our God. There's no God like Jesus, the only God, the true and living God. Great is your faithfulness. The name of Jesus, demons tremble. The name of Jesus, sickness leaves. The name of Jesus, sins are remitted. The name of Jesus, prayers are answered. Hallelujah. Anybody glad you know who Jesus is? Anyone that has the Holy Ghost still excited that you've got the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. Praise God. Praise God. If you're in this place, you're unsure what is the defining difference between Cornerstone and a lot of other churches. I would say when it comes down to it, the biggest difference is the message preached of how to be born again. Because if you're going to be saved, you must be born again. Jesus said, don't marvel at the fact that I said you must be born again. It's a must. And there's only one way to be born again. you got to go to the day the church started and read the message preached to sinners on day one. And in Acts 2 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's the only way to be born again. Did you hear the preacher? That's the only way to be born again, according to your Bible. God's calling people in this building to repent of their sins, be baptized in Jesus' name, and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So I'm thankful for all those that have already prayed through and we baptized in this revival. And I'm encouraged by those that are still coming back every Sunday. That's key. But let me encourage you to do a little more. Don't miss Monday night revival service. There are breakthroughs and things that you're missing that you need on Monday nights that are happening. And let me encourage you a little more. Don't miss Wednesday night church prayer meetings. There are things that only prayer can break off of you. I encourage you, now that you claim to be a part of the body of Christ, start living it every day. Say, you know what? This is going to be the biggest thing in my life. Praise God. Praise God. Book of Luke, chapter 21. keep Pastor Mayo in prayer. The weather's pretty rough. Pray that he has a safe flight home. After nine years of marriage, my wife still has that new wife smell. Look at her, how beautiful she is over there. I'm a blessed man. I really feel a burden on my heart today. Does anybody pay attention to current events? Anybody pay attention to news, what's happening in your world? Anybody, or is it just 15 of us? I want to read some current events to us today. The Gospel of Luke, the 21st chapter, and verse number 10. Thought about doing it from a newspaper, but I decided I'd just read what Jesus said about current events. Then he said unto them nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, famines, pestilence, fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. Before all these, they shall lay their hands on you, persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues, into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. Verse 25, reading current events to you right now. There shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distresses of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming in the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. Verse 34. Take heed to yourselves. Lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, drunkenness, cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch Ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. As he closed that there, it doesn't look to me like he left any room for us to take days off. He said, watch and pray always. As we begin to see these signs, he said, There will be great signs. And I want to preach this morning. The signs are there, but is anybody paying attention? The signs are there, but is anybody paying attention? cornerstone would you lay your bibles down would you lift your voice and would you begin to pray that god's great mercy would be in this house today i need some prayer warriors that know how to pray in the holy ghost that would lift your voice reach into that old familiar spirit of prayer and begin to pray with a loud voice that god would anoint this house Come on, do I have a praying church that can take a full 30 seconds and just pray for a great move of the Holy Ghost? Praise God. You may be seated. The signs are there. That's not a debatable fact for me. That is a simply solid truth. The signs are there. But is anybody paying attention? And I realized this morning that people are probably going to be uncomfortable while I am preaching today. And I'm glad about that because I am tired of us being comfortable with sin. And I understand today that what I am preaching is a message that is more often avoided than actually preached, but I, and I know that there are those that don't even believe what I will be preaching today. But what I am preaching to you this morning is as true as the oneness of the Godhead, as Acts 2 and verse 38, as the fact that Jesus Christ is God and that Jesus is coming back for a church. We've got to be ready. We've got to be ready. We've got to be saved. We've got to have our hearts right. We've got to have our minds made up. We've got to quit playing with sin. We've got to quit being led by our carnal selfish desires. We've got to quit being a weakling when it comes to our flesh. We've got to get some discipline about us and figure out what really matters and what's really important. Let me tell you what really matters. It's not another cigarette. It's not another alcohol bottle. It's not another R-rated movie. It's not another pornographic video. It's not another one-night stand. It's not another point of pride that you don't want to lay down things in your life. What really matters is are you on your way to heaven? Can I just preach an old-time Pentecostal message in this house today? You hear this, preacher. Jesus is coming, and he's coming back soon. He's on his way. My question is, are you paying attention to what God is doing in your life and in the world that you're living in? Hallelujah. As I'm looking at the world that we are living in that is spiraling into the abyss of sin and I'm feeling the burden of lost souls pressing upon me as I'm driving through the city of Spokane and I'm seeing people that have never heard the name of Jesus. And I'm seeing people that have never experienced the great power of the Holy Ghost. So I'm compelled uh, to step into pulpits as much as possible uh, and preach a warning call to this last day generation of people as I'm watching the sign of our Lord's return becoming increasingly more evident more than it's ever been uh, and i'm trying to preach into people that it's time to push past the carnal desires uh, of our flesh and to push past the darkness uh, and the secularism that is invading the thoughts uh, of our college students and our young people in the world that we're living in and is messing up their perception of truth and messing up their reality of creation and trying to combat their perception of righteousness uh, and their perception of evil. And they're turning darkness into light and trying to make light Darkness. Uh, and I've come to stand in the pulpit and try and shed some light uh, and bring some people back to the reality uh, of eternity. And I've come to tell some people here today uh, that God is in this building and He's trying to save you uh, and He's trying to save souls. Uh, and not only am I preaching to the unchurched today, uh, and not only do I have a burden in my heart to preach to people that have never experienced the Holy Ghost, and there are many here today that are on their way to hell uh, because you've never been able to experience the great powerful mercy and goodness of God and the love of God that Paul said is shed abroad in our hearts uh, by the Holy Ghost that is given to us. Uh, Not only am I here to desperately reach for backsliders uh, that have walked away from God and are living uh, in a dangerous time in your life, uh, but I'm here to preach to faithful church members uh, to try and wake some of us up uh, and to try to get us to realize uh, what's happening in the world that we are living in. uh, Pastor Gambo, we are living in a woke generation. Uh, that's the phrase that they're using. We've got to be woke. Uh, we've got to be aware. We've got to make sure we know what's going on. Uh, we can't let people slip anything by us. Uh, we've got to make sure that we've got this figured out. Uh, we need to pay attention to our government. We need, we need to pay attention to our politics. Uh, let me just help you out there. Our government's corrupt, all right? That's no surprise to anybody. Uh, you can be as aware as you want to be, uh, and there's going to be stuff happening that you don't have control of. Uh, But we are living in a generation. You want to talk about being aware? Let's talk about being woke today. Jesus said in Matthew 16 and 2, He said, When it's evening, you're saying that, well, it's going to be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, you say it's going to be foul weather. I can look out that window and say it's going to be bad weather. I'm discerning that by the snow that is coming down. He said, You can discern the face of the sky, hypocrites. You can discern the weather patterns. He said, but you can't discern the signs uh, of the times that you're living in right now. Uh, We are aware of the latest celebrity news. Uh, You're woke to who's marrying who, uh, who's wearing what, uh, who's going where. Uh, You're awake uh, to what's being said in the White House. Uh, You're awake to what's being said in Congress. Uh, You're awake to every Facebook post uh, because you're refreshing it every 30 seconds uh, to see if you missed something. Uh, But we can't even figure out uh, that God is moving uh, in this world uh, and that uh, God is setting things in motion uh, you're so caught up in your party uh, you're so caught up in your social media uh, you've got to watch the latest movie uh, you've got to hear the latest trash out of Nicki Minaj uh, you've got to hear the latest filthy song uh, that degenerates and denigrates women uh, but brother you got to hear this preacher right now uh, what you really need to be woke to uh, is the fact uh, that God is on the move uh, it's time to wake up uh, it's time to realize uh, I've got to make sure I've got everything in order, right here. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There ought to be some church members that'll blink your eyes, lift your hands, and say, God, get the sleep out of my eyes. I think somebody ought to lift your voice and worship the King for just a moment right now. Come on, I'm going to step back about 80 years, uh, and I'm going to preach. Uh, Jesus is coming, brother. Uh, you got to wake up. Uh, you got to quit being bound by all this stuff uh, that you think you can't live without. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's high time to wake up. The amount of complacency in the church is staggering. The amount of people that are at ease living for God is staggering. The amount of people that are casual, it's nothing to miss, church. They're faithful to their job. You're faithful to your college. You're faithful to everything else in life. You're not going to miss your kid's birthday party. You're not going to miss your cousin's uncle's nephew's cat's birthday party. But get people to get to the house of God. I've just got too much stuff going on in my life. You're woke to the wrong stuff, brother. I've come to preach the signs are everywhere. It's not time to slow down to a walk. We're not in a walk, we're in a race. It's not time to slow down. We're getting closer to the return than we've ever been. It ain't time to pick up more of the world. It's time to run this race. It's time to pick up the pace. It's running time, it's all in for God time. Come on, we're going to have old-time conviction here today. I don't want to be asleep spiritually. I don't want to be crawling spiritually. I don't want to neglect repentance. I don't want to neglect prayer. I don't want to be unfaithful to God. I don't want to live like I've got time to play with. Brother, we don't have time to play with. Are you watching current events? There are people that don't believe what I'm preaching right now. There are people that don't believe Jesus is coming back for the church anymore. There are people in Pentecost that don't believe Jesus is coming soon. We don't want to hear about this stuff, preacher. We just want to live our lives doing what we want to do, playing with sin, being carnal, living after my own desires and flesh. And I don't want any pressure for consecration and dedication and being faithful to God and seeing the kingdom of God. You've got to realize coming to church is not about just feeling good once a week. We're not just here out of some moral obligation to give God a tithe of my time. God wants your life. God wants all or nothing at all. God wants everything. you got to wake up, brother. There are signs everywhere. Brother, you ought to be the loudest voice in the prayer room. You ought to be the biggest worshiper. Nobody ought to be more faithful than you because you realize I'm seeing the signs. And I'm going to preach it in the face of doubt in this place today. Because there are people sitting on these pews that if you died right now, you would go to hell. Boy, that's a shock, isn't it? Don't, don't say things like that, preacher. Don't actually be truthful in the pulpit. Just, just don't, don't say it like that. Can't you say it easier? No. I want you to wake up. I'm tired of Hollywood having shock value, but the church has got to be quiet. You hear this preacher, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And if you cannot enter the kingdom of God, you will die lost and go to hell. You hear me right now. The number one thing in your life ought to be, I've got to be born again. I've got to be saved. I've got to make my election sure. I've got... Don't let her run by herself. You hear this preacher right now. If you've not repented of your sins, you are on your way to hell. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, you are on your way to hell. If you've never spoken tongues as the Holy Ghost came, you are on your way to hell. But I've got good news. There's still breath in your body. Jesus is still here. There's still life. And while all the signs are here and while Jesus is on his way back, you've still got an opportunity to be woke. I've gotta get sin out. 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 I'm gonna need some prayer warriors to help the preacher here in a moment. We're not gonna have a dry service this morning. No, I don't we don't have time. We don't have time for dry services. We don't have time for people not getting the Holy Ghost that come in that need it. We've got to move. Uh, Things are speed. I know you don't. There's people here that don't believe me. Uh, Are you paying attention to current events? Uh, We are the end time church. Uh, We are living in the last uh, of the last days. Uh, I can feel it, doubt. I can feel it, but I don't care because what I'm preaching is truth. Uh, I'm going to preach doubt off of somebody today. Uh, There are wars and rumors of wars. Uh, To my last, being able to factually check, uh, there are currently 40 plus wars, uh, and there's one being fought by the United States overseas. Uh, by minimum, there's a forty, at least 40 wars uh, that are taking place uh, on our globe right now. Uh, there are more terrorist attacks uh, increasing on the daily. Uh, Islam vowing to destroy anyone uh, that does not follow their way of life. Boy, that made somebody nervous right there. Uh, that does not follow their way of life. Uh, mass shootings. Uh, by the end of 2018, uh, there were just under 200. Uh, Mass shootings uh, that have taken place just in America. Uh, There are nations overseas right now. uh, He said, you are going to be killed for my name's sake. uh, Right now overseas. Thank God I hadn't got here yet. Uh, Thank God we still got freedom to worship. But he said, there are nations overseas right now. You can read it in current events uh, that are slaughtering Christians simply because they believe Jesus Christ is God. Uh, He said, there will be great famines. Uh, The global report on food crisis. uh, estimates that there are 124 million people uh, in 51 countries uh, that are facing food crisis and famine uh, while I am standing in this pulpit. Uh, He said there's going to be the distress of nations. Uh, Anybody reading your news apps, Uh, anybody checking your latest news tweets, Uh, there is more distress and turmoil uh, and chaos going across politically, economically uh, than we've ever seen in our life. Uh, There are earthquakes in diverse places. Uh, There were just under 10,000 earthquakes uh, in our world by the end of 2018. Uh, the hurricanes uh, that are year after year c- increasing in frequency uh, and in intensity uh, and the immorality uh, is taking a whole new speed uh, as fornication, uh, as adultery, uh, as homosexuality, uh, as transgenderism, uh, as pedophiles uh, are rising to the forefront uh, saying quit telling me my lifestyle's wrong. Uh, I can love who I want to love, live how I want to live, abuse who I want to abuse. And I've rereading at, uh, and I look back at the words of Jesus uh, and I think and yet with all these signs uh, with all this stuff crumbling around us uh, and over 2,000 years ago Jesus uh, put it down before the New York Times did uh, Jesus wrote it uh, before Fox News ever got around to it uh, Jesus spoke it uh, before CNN ever said it uh, and yet with all the proof uh, with all the stuff going on uh, you've still got people uh, that are saying I'm not ready to leave my sin alone uh, I'm not ready to quit living the way I want to live uh, I want to do what I want to do uh, I want to live the way I want to live. Is anybody paying attention to the world around you? Are you hearing this preacher? Let me sound a trumpet in your ear. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? I think there ought to be a lifted voice come out of this congregation uh, as someone starts blinking the sleep as someone starts blinking the complacency out of your eyes uh, and saying God burn in me Uh, God save my family anybody seeing this stuff well it's just going to be uncomfortable today that's all right It's time to quit playing games with God. It's time to quit viewing church as a weekend, morally good social event. You're not saved because you're in the building. You're only saved when you're born into the body. Any Holy Ghost filled people going to let some of our guests know today, what this preacher's preaching is 100% the truth. Come on, I feel conviction starting to move right now. We are living in the last days. The signs are there, but can you see them outside of your television? Can you see them outside of your Twitter account? Can you see them outside of your next favorite rock song? Are you realizing God's on the move and he's trying to get our attention? Seeing all these things happening, I just named a few. I don't have time to go through the hundreds and thousands more signs that we're missing in the world we're living in. Seeing all these things happening, I want to ask you, how much effort is going into your walk with God versus the effort you put into your entertainment? Brother Cox, we liked you the last two years you were here when you just got us shouting every time. Maybe I'm in a different place in life, but I'm tired of friends going to hell and dying young. See, I believe this. I'm preaching this because I believe it to the core of my being. That if people die lost, they go to hell. I've got to do everything I can to get you into a place where the number one question is in your life. Is my soul right? Is my heart washed? Come on, how much effort is going into your walk with God? What condition is your soul in right now? Have you repented of your sins? Or are you still living in your sins? Have you been baptized in Jesus' name? Have you received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues and living a godly lifestyle? See, I got some yeses on repentance. Got some yeses on baptism. Got some yeses on the Holy Ghost. And it dropped off on the godly living. Because we have falsely, and I preach Acts 38, try to do it every service. Because you can't be born again until you go through the water and the Spirit. But we have falsely made people believe that when you're born again, you're done. You're not done, brother. You just took your first breath. Now that you just broke through the water and you just took your first breath, let's start learning how to walk. Let's start learning how to move those eyes. Let's start learning how to... Are you hearing me right now? God's coming back for a church that's been washed in the blood of the Lamb. He's not coming back for the people that miss church to watch Super Bowl. He's not coming back for the people that miss the church youth night to go to the bar. He's not coming back for people that aren't praying. He's coming back for people that are saying, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm praying. I'm ready to go. This is the most important thing in my life. I've got to be saved. Come on, let's pray for just a moment right now. No, no, I need you to pray. There are five of us to lift your voice and pray. The signs are there, but do you even see what's happening in your life? Come on, I I, I talked about the signs, I talked about the signs in our world, but can you even see the ones that are happening in your own life? Some of you in here are battling such problems with anger, uh, such problems with depression. uh, You feel like everything's coming against you. uh, You're wondering, where's this increased tension coming from? Uh, What is this stuff happening in my world? I'll tell you what's happening. The heavens are being shaken. Uh, God's stirring people up. Uh, God's pulling the the, the nest out from under people saying, come on. uh, You can't just coast through life anymore. Uh, You've got to get in this thing. Uh, You've got to wrap your arms around truth. Uh, You've got to live for God. God's got to be more important than your football God's got to be more important than your movies come on we're going to break it here in the Holy Ghost are you paying attention how much of your time does God get how much energy is being invested in your eternity are you paying attention how much of yourself does God have is your family on its way to heaven A lot of churches have motivational speakers. I'm motivational speaking right now. I'm trying to motivate you out of hell and motivate you into an altar. Is your children saved? Are you teaching them how to throw a football but not how to pray? Are you concerned with their education and that's important but not as important as their salvation? Do your kids worship at church or just sit on the pew? My children are brilliant already at five years old. And I'm going to do the best to get them educated as best I can. I'm thankful that we've got apostolic alternatives now. But I'm telling you, if they never graduate high school, but she knows how to walk in the Holy Ghost, I'm going to die a happy man. we got to get our eyes off of what the world tells us is important and start saying, what does God say is important? Uh, I'll tell you what's important is when my 18-month-old son uh, gets in the aisle and wants to worship like Daddy's worshiping. Uh, He's not trying to cuss like Daddy because Daddy don't cuss. Uh, He's not trying to lie like Daddy because Daddy don't lie anymore. He's got the Holy Ghost. Uh, He's not. Come on, where are you at? Where are you living right now? What condition is your heart in? How's your prayer life? How much time is God getting? Quit using church as your kid's punishment. Your grades are bad. We're not taking you to youth night. Are you crazy? When they're rebellious, acting foolish, get them to youth night. Where is your focus? It's God over everything in my life. I can live without a lot of stuff, but I can't live without the Holy Ghost. Come on. The signs are everywhere. Jesus is coming. Our redemption draweth nigh. It's not time to be carnal. It's not time to be bitter. It's not time to be dead. It's not time to be dry. It's not time every time you come to church to do this the whole service. As long as you don't do anything when you get here. God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. It's not time to make excuses for backslidden family members. It's not time to be unconcerned by the fact that there's some here that it's been a year since you last spoke in tongues. It's not a good time to be playing with the world. It's time to look up. It's time to look up. I know we got everything else going on in life, but it worries me when people can come into the house of God and they're not able to be moved by conviction like they're moved by their favorite basketball players. Well, I, I knew I'd be running uphill, but I didn't think some of it would be coming from the people that have the Holy Ghost. It bothers me when our young people know more about passing yardage. And they do how to quote scriptures. You're hearing the evangelist right now? Signs are everywhere. But what are you looking at? You got too many distractions. You're distracted by everything else going on in your life. We are slaves to our carnal desires. We have more people that say, "I'm struggling living for God over the silliest of things." I, I, I just can't live without seeing my soap operas. I'll die. I just, I just got to see these fake, immoral people putting on a show of something that's not even real. You want me to give that up for God? I just can't do it. I, I I just can't live without this addiction. Are you kidding me? You got to get control over your flesh and say, "You know what? I can live without anything." world comes up with. But I can't live without the only thing that's got life. Come on. You see all the signs but you have trouble praying because you're too busy with life. You're still playing with the world. My God, I feel conviction starting to prick somebody's heart. Come on. God saw where your eyes were last night. God saw what was going on in your heart. I want to ask somebody, are you paying attention? God's trying to wake people up. God's trying to say, come on. Would you pray through? Would you love him? Would you live right? My God, can we love Jesus all over this building right now? Come on. Come on. No, 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 I need prayer warriors to lift your voice with a fervency right now. Backslider, you're in the wrong side of the cross. There's mercy here today. Come on, the signs are in your own life, but are you paying attention? I'm just working. I'm just playing. I'm just living. But do you realize God's saying, hey, time is short. Would you give me the years you've got left? Come on, I need to pray in church right now. Every eye closed and every voice lifted before we move another moment farther right now. Come on, go, go. Somebody's tapping in. I feel the sleep coming out of somebody's eyes. Somebody's pushing past your your pleasurable entertainment. Somebody's starting to look beyond Hey, hey, Jesus said this day was coming, uh, and I've been missing it. Uh, That's what the world's doing. Uh, They've got it on your phone. Uh, They've got it on your tablet. They've got it in your living room. Uh, You know what this is all about? Distract. Uh, Distract. Uh, Keep their eyes from looking up. Uh, Get their eyes off the Bible. Get their eyes out of the pulpit. Uh, Get their eyes on secular thought. Uh, Get their eyes on distractions. Uh, Get their eyes on this stuff that they, make them think they can't live without this. Uh, Make them think they've got to have this to survive. Uh, Make them think they're not going to make it if they don't do this Uh, they're just distracting why Uh, because the light of truth uh, is reaching out in these last days uh, saying the world's been lying to you Uh, you don't need that Uh, you can live without it uh, but you can't live without salvation Uh, you've got to be saved Uh, you've got to make it right uh, because hell is too long to be wrong Uh, eternity is too long to go there over something so insignificant my god there's something breaking right now go ahead somebody Follow the Holy Ghost in this building. Yeah, there it is. Come on, where's the weepers? God let a spirit of old time repentance, begin to baptize this house. God, where everybody in the building's starting to look inward. Quit looking outward for a moment. Uh, We'll look up in a minute, uh, but we're looking inward right now. Search my heart. Search my desires. Search where my time's going. uh, Search my guilty sin I'm trying to cover up. God, what's going on in here? Come on. He said, take heed to yourselves. He said, get control of yourself. He said, you're going to be overcharged with cares. You're going to have the cares of life weight you down. You're going to be so busy. You're going to be drunken on the world. He said, you've got to take heed. You've got to get a hold of yourself and say, wait a minute. There's a reason why all this is coming upon me. Jesus is working. Jesus is moving. And hell is trying to distract me. He said, you've got to get control of yourself in the last days you know what's killing people lack of self control the halls of hell will be full of people that just didn't pay attention Quit paying attention God. and lost self-control. I'm preaching to someone in here. Your pride won't let you admit it because you think this preacher's too young to preach like this. I've been doing this seven years now. That won't intimidate me. But you are battling spirits of hell privately that you don't think no one knows about. And you're afraid to be broken the way God's dealing with you right now. Because you don't want people to think you've got something wrong. The halls of hell will be full of people that cared more about what other people thought about them than what God thought about them. Let me help you out. Everybody here has got stuff we ain't proud of don't think you're special because you've got a certain sin. We've all battled hell and God brought many of us out. You hear me right now. We're not here to look at you and say something's wrong with you. We know something's wrong with you. That's why I'm preaching like I'm preaching right now. How many more times does pride have to keep your face tight and keep the tears from moving? I don't want to let the preacher move me. It ain't the preacher moving you, honey. It's God moving you. God's saying, can you pay attention for once? I know I'm not as entertaining as your television set. i know No, I'm not as entertaining. As Justin Timberlake, and I—I I know I'm not as entertaining huh, as the Super Bowl game. I get it, I get it. Huh? But that's not my job. My job is to wake you up. Huh? My job is to help you realize huh, nothing in your life is important. Your pride's not more important. Huh? Everything else you hold on to is not more important. Your soul is the most valuable commodity huh, that you have in your possession. Huh? And with all that's going on, I'm just here to ask you: Have you thought about your heart lately? Huh? Have you thought about where you're headed? Huh? I know there's people here right now while I'm preaching. Huh? There's people here battling extreme addictions, uh, that you'd be embarrassed if anybody knew it. Uh, I'm telling you, you've got to break it. You can live without it. Uh, You need to let God get a hold of you. I'm preaching to people here. You're on the pew, but you're not in the body. You've come to the building, but you're not living for God. I've come to plead with you today. Wake up. Pay attention. He said, Lift your eyes for your redemption draw up nigh. You've got to quit letting stuff cope your attention. You think, man, I've got to go here, I've got to do this. You've got your eyes in the wrong place. But God said, Let me lift up your head. The Bible said He will lift up our head. Let me get your eyes a little higher and realize, you know what? I can go to the altar today, uh, and I don't care what my family thinks about it. Uh, I don't care what my husband or wife thinks about me. Uh, I'm going to go to the altar and get it right. Uh, I'm going to go to the altar uh, because I'm starting to. My God, there's conviction right now. Look up. Uh, That means repent. Uh, Look up. Uh, That means pray through to the Holy Ghost. Uh, Look up. Uh, That means quit being on the edge. Come on, would you lift your voice? And I need some people that know how to pray. To begin to pray. Come on. The mercy of God. The light of salvation is shining bright in this building right now. God's hand is reaching for people, saying, come on. Wipe the sleep out of your eyes. Come on. Why don't you get sin out of your life? You can live without it. Take heed. Take control of yourself. Get some self-control over your desires. Don't wait for another service. Don't try to justify your sin. Don't wait another day, but get a hold of God while you've got opportunity. The signs are there, but my God is in Everybody paying attention to what God is doing. Come on, I can preach or you can lift your hands and begin to get in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, 60 years ago, there would have already been people laying in these altars. We are more desensitized. We are bored by preaching. We don't know what conviction's all about. I'm doing my best as an evangelist with the help of God to remind the church we can't lose conviction. We can't lose truth preaching. We can't lose that heaviness. When God begins to knock on a heart's door and say, hey, sir, he's talking to you today. I sent that man from Louisiana, and he didn't even know you'd be here, but I knew you'd be here. And while you've been bored to death, and you're yawning uh, and you're wishing you could leave uh, and you're just here because your fiancé or your girlfriend or your husband dragged you here. Uh, God said, I organized all this uh, because I'm trying. God's about to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost right now. You ought to get out of your seat and run to this altar as fast as you can. Uh, if you haven't spoken tongues in a year, run. Uh, if you've never received the Holy Ghost, run. Don't look around. Uh, if it's been a long time since you spoke in tongues, run. Uh, if you're battling spirits of hell and you've got addictions, run to the altar and fall in the altar right now. Uh, you're not doing this for me. I'm going to leave and go to another church in a few months. But God's saying, I beg you, the signs are everywhere. But are you paying attention? Do you see that God's stirring your nest? There's a reason why these things are happening in your life. It's not the devil fighting you. It's God trying to get your attention. There's a reason all this stuff is against you. It's not hell. It's not your boss. It's not your husband. It's God saying, wake up. Wake up. I think everybody in the building ought to pray to you, pray through the Holy Ghost today. Come on. Come on, we're going to get our eyes off some weights. We're going to lay aside every sin and the weight that does so easily set us back. Come on, come out of the aisles. Come out of the aisles. Get in close to this front, make room. Come on, church, help me pray. Lift your voice. I'm not going to be a casual church attender. I've got to get focused, I've got to take self control. Well, I just can't kick this alcohol. Well, I just like going to the clubs. Come on, get some self-control, man. Get a spirit of repentance about you. Well, I just like sleeping around. My God, get some self-control, sir. Get some self-control, ma'am. God's trying to save you. Well, I'm just not emotional. I just can't. Yes, you can. You get emotional about what you want to get emotional about. I plead with people, get out of your seat. Don't just come up here and look around, but would you pray? Would you? Pray till you pray through to the Holy Ghost, till you're born again, till you're born again of the Spirit. Pray till you're speaking in other words as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance. Pray till you repent. God, I pray a spirit of repentance, a spirit of turning from sin would sweep this house right now. Come on. Come on, somebody may leave this house and say, I'm going to clean distractions out of my life. Why? Because I can live without it. I'm taking heed to myself. It's time to serve God. It's time. Jesus is coming. It's time to serve God. Jesus is coming back. He's on his way. It's time to be faithful to church. It's time to pray every day. It's time to pray till I speak in tongues. It's time to live separated. It's time to be faithful to every service. It's time to start reading my Bible. It's time to talk holy. It's time to think holy. It's time to dress holy. Are you hearing an old-time preacher today? Come on. Jesus is coming soon. Are you paying attention? Are you ready to go? Come on, everybody, praying like you've never prayed before. You don't stop till you're in the Holy Ghost, till you've emptied your heart. Let God wash you. Let God dig some stuff out of the mud. Let God scrub you. Let God lift the heaviness. Let God lift the carnality. Let God change the desires of your heart. Let God overcome your fleshly desires. Take heed to yourself in an altar of repentance and pray till you pray through to God. That's it, prayer warriors. Lift your voice. We're not going to let this altar call die right now. I need every voice lifted. I need my elders. If all you can do is rock back and forth and just pray in the Holy Ghost, that's what I need right now. Come on. Conviction is working. Let God prick your heart. I know you're bored. I know you think this is a waste of time. I know you think that professor knows more about you than God does. But I plead with you, let, let God get beyond that facade. Let God get down to where you're living. My God, there it is. Go. Go. There's another wind of the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, church, pray. There ought to be some weafers. There ought to be some brokenness. Everybody in this building ought to be praying, God, search my heart. Search my life and see if there be any wicked way in me. And when God reveals it to you, repent of it and say, this is it, God. I'm never doing it again. That's it. Pray. Saint of God, was the last time you prayed a prayer of repentance? When's the last time you prayed till you were speaking in other tongues? From the first-time guest to the oldest coming member, I beg everybody to pray. It's time to get our eyes on what God is doing. Come on. There are those already praying. Thank God. The rest of you, I want you to help me right now. There's people here about to feel God greater than they've ever felt them before. I want you to join with this preacher. When I say go, I want you to lift your hands, throw your head back, and I want you to join me with voices lifted, and we're going to push this on. God's going to break some change in this building, okay? Are you with this preacher right now? All right. Ready? I want you to lift your voice. Go. Every hand in the air, every voice lifted. Go. Go. My God, there it is! Go! Somebody's tapped into the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody's already moving. Go ahead, let it flow. Let it flow. Yeah, yeah! Don't stop. Every eye closed. Forget about who's around you. Pray. Do your praying in the Holy Ghost. That's it, church. Pray till you're in the Holy Ghost. God's moving it right now. God's breaking chains. God's lifting obstacles. God's pushing through heaviness. That's it. Somebody's walking in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody's speaking in tongues for the first time in their life. Somebody that has been so long since you've prayed through, you didn't know if God still heard you. You're breaking through right now. You're walking out of here Pray through to the Holy Ghost. Come on, sir. You ought to be in the altar. This is the most important thing happening in the world right now. There's nothing going on in your life that's more important than what God is doing right now. Salvation is here. That's it, church. Keep pushing. You're in the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's let conviction complete its work. Let God prick the heart today. God's trying to get past the stubborn will. God's trying to get past Pride today. Come on. Let's let conviction prick the heart like it did in Acts chapter 2. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Somebody let the Word of God prick your heart today. Come on. Are there intercessors right now that would just find you a place to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost? We're going to have a breakthrough in this altar. Come on. Come on. God's waking people up. God's telling people, I've got plans for you. Come on, live for God. Live for God. Come on, young lady. Pray till you pray through to the Holy Ghost. Come on, Grandma, would you help me right now? You know how to pray like nobody else, Would you just begin to pray. Begin to move in the Holy Ghost. Come on, backslider. Don't go to hell. God loves you too much. Let God get your attention. Come on, young man. God's got too much invested in you. Let God get your attention.